college education. So I think that, so I'm in the minority on this. It used to be that people were just 100% college without question, you had to go. And that was a lot of past generations that hammered on the college thing because they truly believed that that's what it took to get to the next level. And I think for those generations, there was some truth to that, but now kind of the pendulum has swung the other way and there's all these you know entrepreneur coaches and there's this whole community saying that like college is a scam and it's all bad and da 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 da. I do not agree with that. I think college is 100% an ROI based decision. What is your return on investment for college? So in the same vein, do I think college is superior to a trade school or to a direct internship at a very unique role in a, in a unique company? No, I don't. But do I think college is worth it? And do I think college is valuable? Absolutely, if your major offsets the cost. So let me give you an example. If there's a major that requires a degree, you have to think about how much more you'll make with that degree from that major. And then it's just a value equation of how much more would you likely make over your career and how much does that college education cost you? Also in time, okay? Because if it's four years where you can't be working or two or six or whatever it is, you have to budget that in. I think people misunderstand that time of college more than they misunderstand the money. What I will give people today that are anti-college is that I think a lot of college majors are BS and you need to choose wisely one that directly has a return on investment. So if there was someone that's say 16 or 17 years old or just a high school student that was saying, hey, what advice would you give with up and coming college and strategy wise, et cetera, what I would tell them to do is drop what they're doing that exact second and go get a job, straight up. Because what a job teaches you is what you hate and what you don't hate. And what then, there's a little glimmer in there of like, I kinda like that, right? Because again, I recommend college if you are pre-planning for a specific job with a specific return on investment. If you have no idea what you're doing, I think you need to kind of have some degree of understanding of that beforehand. And I think the best way to learn about what career you're interested in is to just start working in different industries and understanding. For me, I started in construction at 12, okay? So I learned very quickly how to negotiate on the job, how to work with people with multiple languages, uh, hard work ethic, long hours. These were certain things and I learned I didn't want to do day labor. That was for me, it wasn't a good fit, right? There was things I wanted to very much be involved more on the strategy side, on the business side. So my next job was at a bank and I learned an incredible amount, but I also learned which pieces of what types of businesses. So every business got me inches and inches closer to where I actually wanted to be. And today I couldn't be happier. I'm doing my favorite thing in the entire world. I get paid for it. We have a great staff. So that's how, that was my progression towards that. But without that experience in the workplace, I think it's like throwing a dart at a board, truthfully. 100% without the experience of knowing what sucks to you and what your personality is more naturally geared towards, how can anybody make that decision, right? So. Uh, I would say get a job immediately. You gotta work through high school if you want long-term success. I truly believe that. And college, I don't even think it's a question. I think you have to work your entire college career. And if you need to move around, do it because that is literally the time to do so. So I can't help but smile, but as someone in my mid-30s, looking back and thinking about what I would do more of or less than or what I would change in my 20s is, uh, I don't know, it's an interesting question. I would tell you without a shadow of a doubt, I wouldn't change a damn thing about it 100%.
just because of where I'm at today, I'm very happy. And this is exactly where I know I'm supposed to be and God wants me here and the people around me and my family, like I'm a, the exact person I need to be for this life. That said, if I could impart the lessons to myself then and save myself from certain things, this is what I would change. Number one is I would remove the connection between, let's say, alcohol or other things and having fun. I think you can have fun and do all the same things, all the same 20 stuff, but have less reliance on like the actual substances. And it's a kind of that like, you know, I don't want to say dirty high, but that dirty high of like, you drink a whole bunch and then you're hungover the next day and you feel like crap and then your brain's like not really, it's like you can still go out and have a really good time. And it took me, actually I took a couple years off drinking and I kind of take time off and rotate on and off drinking or not. I'm taking time off to realize that you can have amazingly fun experiences without all that, even the same nightlife, even the same going out, the same dates, all those things. And then on another like personal growth side, I think I would nail down on my habits and scheduling a lot harder, a lot earlier. I think I had bad habits going into it because I worked a lot of crazy hours in college where in a lot of startup environments where there were no real set hours. So it was very common to do things throughout the night or to sleep in but and still get these huge work hours in during the week. I think I would systemize that a lot more and have more of what I have now, which is a set schedule of wake up at the same time every day, gym same time, education same time, self-practice, self et cetera, at the same time every single day. And I wish I would have done that more in my 20s. I think I would have still gotten to grow exponentially in those areas, maybe even a little bit more. But also then I learned the lesson of what happens when you don't do that. That pain of regret of saying like, maybe I could be better at this or that or the other if I just had drilled down more consciously on those things. My advice to a Gen Z on applying their generation to today's work environment I would tell the Gen Z individual that they actually have a huge gift and a huge leg up on even their employers or their bosses, et cetera, because they are digital natives and with a very deep understanding of those platforms and those opportunities within that. So I would tell them that they have to do the best of both worlds, right? Which is learn from someone extremely experienced in their field that can give them decades of experience and tell them the rights and the wrongs. and really speed their path up and give them the fast lane for that. But then take all that that you learned and you take that digital nomad experience and you can multiply it way higher than anybody in the roles that they're looking at today. I truly 100% know and believe that to be true. So career-wise, what was the defining moment for me? I would say the first was almost um, pre-real career. There wasn't a huge ramp up. I was about halfway through college and I kind of evaluated my life and I kind of evaluated everything that I was doing and who I was surrounding myself with and my level of what I wanted out of life and where I was at. And I just was like, well, what's the difference? Why am I not where I want to be? I did a real drill down on everything in my life. My health wasn't where I wanted it. My friend group wasn't where I wanted it and my career, etc. So what I realized was I was a DJ at that time. I was in the music industry. It was great. It was fun, but it wasn't offering the growth of a long-term industry that I wanted. I knew I didn't really want to be in music personally. And I just started making like really drastic cuts. So hung it up on music industry immediately. I immediately started going to the gym super consistently. I cut out unhealthy behaviors like drinking as much and cigarettes and things like that that were just kind of 
bad habits that consistently just existed in my life at that time. And then probably the most drastic was I looked around at my entire group of friends, every, all my best friends, all my best friends. And I just was like, these are not the people that I want to be around. These are not the people I want to learn from. These aren't the people I want to grow with because I didn't see that they were on that growth trajectory where I wanted to be. And it's kind of like the old joke of like, you know, if you hang out with five millionaires, you'll be the sixth, right? Or you hang out with five people who make really good ice cream, you're going to learn how to make some good ice cream, right? So I realized that I was not anywhere near the people I wanted to be. So I woke up and I'm kind of an extreme personality. I woke up, stood up, threw my phone in the pool with all my numbers of all my best friends in the entire world and got my car and drove and I basically stayed with my parents for a period of time. Left all my belongings behind in the house, let them keep my security deposit to cover the movers and the whatever people for my stuff and I cut off my entire previous life. When I came back to LA and finished the second half of college, it was 100% committed to my goals and 100%. So that might not be a defining career moment as like a moment in business, but it was a defining career moment in the sense of it was a moment of being all in with ultimate clarity of everything. It just was like, I'm not where I wanna be. I need to jump from here to here. How do I get there? Boom, let's go now, right? Like right now. Another career defining moment was basically the other that's the absolute shining star of moments of like career history where I just am 100% like a moment of clarity and a moment of seeing the bigger picture and seeing 100% the path I needed to take was we had a handful of companies that were killing it. They were doing amazing in a very fast paced industry. We were setting records. We were, you know, our ad budget was 100,000 plus a month. We had a great staff of this young, vibrant, energetic team. I was surrounded by really good people at the core level and like the, at the, you know, executive level. And I just reached the end of my road in that industry and in that situation. And the issue was, was we were doing great, but I, I mismanaged and I misplanned, most importantly, myself, right? So what I did was I traded my health and my wellness and my well-being for success in the company. And sometimes, like, the reality is that nobody wants to talk about is that needs to happen a lot of the time. Sometimes you need to pull all-nighters and you need to pour into your work and you have to absolutely live at the office to get up a next level, to reach something that would be unreachable otherwise, right? But that said, I had been doing that for so long. I had been basically running NOS in the gas tank for years, right? So I woke up, massive, massive, massive health scare, like possibly a you know potential life-ending health scare. That was one. Two, my relationship where I thought I was gonna marry this person was absolutely in the gutter, right? It was like on the rocks, it was definitely ending 100%. Uh, three, I was stressed out of my mind essentially permanently. Like it was a permanent state of fear and anxiety and all that stuff because of how bumpy the industry was super up and down with everything. So for me, thank God I had made early investments. I raised some money and we had bought some key properties and some key industrial properties in areas where there were some unique zoning changes. So a really good strategy at that time. And we had crazy returns. We were super successful. So what happened was the day-to-day -day business that brought the investors, it brought the interest, it showed, you know, proved our chops, it was bringing in the massive income was so up and down in those different moments that I was losing my mind. I was absolutely breaking down with all of the ups and downs, the difficulties and the 40 something staff members 
and having, we knew that we could take it to the next level, but it would require like two to three years of complete restructuring, top to bottom, all these different things. And I woke up and realized we were making as much on the real estate that was taking like five to 10% of the effort than we were on the core businesses that were taking 90 to 95% were causing all the stress, all the difficulties, all the life trauma, etc. So at the end of the day, the defining moment was sitting down with our staff because I was 100% open with the key members and the key executives and saying, look guys, these are the options we have and the paths and the options that we can take. What do you guys think? So I got buy-in from everybody, we all discussed and we chose the path to sell the businesses and to transition into a real estate company and to go full-time into that. And ever since that moment, this is what I've always wanted to do. I've always worked my tail off to be in this position right here, to be able to invest, to have partners, to have investors, to have people that we can make a lot of money for and be doing huge deals with huge dollars and huge opportunities. So it was really kind of the perfect storm of things to make that decision, but it was all defining, it was all encompassing, and that experience taught me infinite amounts that I just feel like we're our staff is just so experienced and so geared up for exactly what we're doing right now. I think it was a defining moment, not only for me personally, but just for our management and our staff. I mean, it was it was really amazing what we did and uh, understanding that the investment space can offer so much of a balancing factor to maybe some bumpy income or seasonal income was just a huge lifesaver. So on the personal side of a career defining moment, it actually has very little to do with business and very much to do with personal relationships. I had a moment where my long-term partner, who I love to death, and I thought we were gonna get married and we pictured a whole future together and all these things. There was this moment where I was working myself to death. I was all in on the business. I was 100%, not even flinchingly, my mind was consumed with work, right? And I wanted the company to succeed. I wanted our staff to be in a great position. I wanted to make a bunch of money and I wanted the top people to make a bunch of money too. And my partner at that time, she basically approached me and just said, look, basically more or less, it's me or the business. And she gave me an ultimatum. And one, I'm just about the worst person on the planet to give an ultimatum. So the person I was dating at that time, she basically approached me and just said, look, basically it's me or the company. Which one do you choose? And for me, I mean, I had put a lot into this relationship. I had really invested trying to make this work, going through the whole thing. So for us to be in a place where somebody asked me after years of me killing myself for this business to my, my hopes, my dreams, my staff, you know, all these people that were so close to me to put it on the table and say, it's me or the company was this massive uh, decision for me at this point. It was basically like what I saw as a future and a family and a partnership and a marriage and all these things, or my hopes and my dreams and all these things that I had poured my blood, sweat, and tears into. So it was this huge, huge, huge moment. At that moment, it felt like a big decision. It felt like it was something I really needed to contemplate and work through. And so I did some soul searching on it, and I came back, and, I, and my response was essentially, no hesitation, the company. 100%, no question, I choose the company. And looking back, it was the easiest decision I ever made. Because if somebody would present their relationship and the closeness with that person, and they would make you choose between the company and your hopes and your dreams, or them, we didn't have kids, we weren't married, right? Keep that in mind. If there's children, this might be different, but just an individual that you're dating, or your hopes and dreams and blood, sweat and tears and company, and your future and all these opportunities to 
help other people be employed at a great place and give back to communities and all these amazing things or that relationship, how could they ever ask that? How could they ever ask that? So it was an easy decision when I understood the gravity of that. But the reality is now that I understand with hindsight 2020, I understand that there really was no decision because in that relationship, that relationship was either going to work or it wasn't, right? But if I gave up my hopes and my dreams and my passion and my energy and my efforts for that relationship, then I wasn't even the person that that person wanted to date at the beginning. I was a half a person or a shell of a person because those things were so core to who I was as a person. So if all those things were gone, then that person who said, oh, it's me or the company, I wouldn't even have been the person they wanted to date anyway, right? So at the end of the day, it really was no decision. And it was a painful situation to go through, but I chose the company and I let go of the relationship because it was the right thing to do personally, spiritually, professionally, relationship, mentally, all of the above when I fully understood that. So after that, it was really painful, but it also took my career to new levels. It took my focus to new levels, it took my health to new levels because I was just in the gym, you know, throwing weights around and just to get as healthy and as leveled up as I possibly could in every area of my life. So it was actually a huge benefit to my life overall. The goal would have been 100% to have a successful company and be able to focus on that with an amazing, loving, supportive. And to be sure, the best case scenario is the company and the partner be the and the relationship where those actually multiply each other where you can have an amazing relationship with someone that feeds your goals and your desires and your dreams and your impact on the world and you can build something great at the same time or be a part of something great at the same time that's the ultimate to me that's all time but if you're forced to choose one for me i'm going to choose my dreams 100 percent of the time i'm going to choose my growth 100 percent of the time my impact on the world 100% of the time because if somebody doesn't want you to have those, that's where it has to be a split in my opinion. Essentially, the right person will not make you choose between their love and your passions and your goals and your dreams. They will never make you choose between those. What do I do to connect spiritually and how does that affect me professionally? I think that's a, an amazing question. So as a practice, making time to take inventory of the most amazing things in your life and the most fundamental things in your life and realizing the impact of how amazing those are for you and the people that you love, etc., is a complete game changer. It changes the frequency of where your mind's at. If you're in an anxious place or a difficult place or it's a stressful day, using that gratitude practice as a tool to change your frequency to the complete other direction in a great positive way, game changer, absolute game changer.